You've tuned into The Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to The Dr. Lowe Show. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Low Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, naturopathic doctor. Thanks for joining me again. I just finished recording this episode that I'm about to um, share with you, and it was a, a fun conversational chat that I had with uh, a repeat guest. I think you'll really enjoy it. And I'm just sitting here in my back office here in San Diego having a, a big old salad my mom just gave me. So things have been crazy. I have an eight-month-old, and I love being a mom. But it's a lot. It's really a lot balancing work and home and I'm learning. I'm learning to not be a perfectionist, learning to just kind of roll with it and also learning when to ask for support. So last week I was having a crazy week and I, my mom flew out to come and help and so I'm so grateful to have that support. But, you know, just want to send that little bit of encouragement to any of you out there if you're, if you're struggling, you know, think maybe when's the last time you actually asked for support? Really? Because one of the best gifts you can give someone is to let them contribute to you. Like think about when you're given the opportunity to help someone, doesn't it make you feel good about yourself? Like you're happy to do it. So perhaps other people can feel the same way doing that towards you. So anyway, I just felt like one of you guys needs to hear that. Open yourself up to receiving some support from other people. I'm not going to lie. It can be hard. It can be super hard, especially if you are the natural caretaker, if you take care of everyone around you. It can be a, a big shift in vulnerability and just having the courage to ask for support when you need it. Because here's the thing. When I am doing crappy, my clinic does crappy, my house does crappy, everybody does crappy when I'm doing crappy. So taking care of myself and asking for that support, it helps everyone around me too. It's that natural give and take that is community. Really. If you missed uh, last week's show with James Maskell, you have to listen to it. It'll really help you to shift your mindset about how important community is. It truly is. We really do need each other. With all that said, just want to mention for the show, we're going to be talking a lot, a lot about um, toxins and your health and it's the new year. It is a great time to look into your health. If you've been wanting to address some maybe, you know, symptoms you've been having, or maybe you feel generally pretty good, but you just want to see if there's deficiencies you have, or perhaps you're sensitive to a food. You just want to look into food testing. Uh, maybe you just want to check your vitamin D or have your thyroid checked or one of those things. We do all of that at Shine, and I would be so happy to work with you. I work with patients locally in San Diego, and I also work with patients all over the country. So we can do things over the phone. If you're not local, it's really not a big deal. Anyways, if you are interested in becoming a patient and want to set something up, give us a ring or actually best thing, go over to shinenaturalmedicine.com. And um, if you have any questions about insurance or all that kind of stuff, they can answer your questions and get you scheduled. All right, guys, let's jump into the show and talk all about toxins and your weight. Hey guys, 
guys, we are back with a repeat guest. We have Bridget Danner on the show. She has been on before. I believe we talked about healthy cycles, menstrual cycles, and then I was on her show talking about how to increase your libido. That was way back in the day. But now we're doing a new episode and we're talking about toxins and your weight. And I love this topic because it's never talked about. Like you never really hear about this, I don't think. Um, you know, we, we hear about how to lose weight and all that stuff. We hear about detoxing, but I don't think a lot of us really think if I have a problem losing weight, maybe it's because of toxins, right? Maybe it's right. Just like calories in, calories out. I'm a lazy bum. It's like, okay, maybe it's making it harder for me to get the same results that I, you know, did years ago, or maybe compared to someone else, if I have more toxins, it's making it harder. So I'm excited to jump into a little bit more about Bridget. If you're not familiar, she's been a licensed acupuncturist since 2004 and a certified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner since 2015. She ran a busy integrative medicine clinic for 10 years and has done over 12,000 treatments in her career. After losing everything to toxic mold, she now educates about toxins and how to detoxify with a functional healthcare approach through her online community at BridgetDanner.com. Also offers functional lab testing and practitioner grade supplements through her shop, HormoneDetoxShop.com. So a little bit of background. Um, so tell me just a quick little background about the mold thing. What was going on when you say after losing everything to mold, what do you mean? I know that probably hadn't happened the last time I was yeah. on your show because I was in my old house with all my old stuff. Um, yeah, I, you know, I was struggling with a lot of things in my health for a lot of years, but I was like learning more and more. So, you know, things would kind of help. And then I think it was like late 2016, I really just hit bottom. I had strep throat. I couldn't recover. I did a detox. I was doing IV therapy and I just was like tanked out. And I was like, you know what? Something else is going on besides like I eat well, I go to bed on time. I know all the things. So they started looking at autoimmunity and the different, you know, different kind of hidden factors, but they asked me about my home and they said, if anything, has anything changed? And that was really a key question to get me thinking about that environment. And we had had some like flooding, not really flooding. We'd had a little leaking in the basement recently and our basement was always just kind of questionable. So they said, well, maybe you should get your house checked for mold. And I knew enough to know I don't want that thing. (laughs) I don't want to know, you know, but, um, we did it. We checked and we had it and it just started this whole thing. I was in the walls. We had our whole walls ripped up. We just spread a bunch of toxins by ripping everything up. So everything was contaminated. So yeah, we literally lost everything we owned in that home. It was wild. Yeah. You figured it out though. Like you'd still be sick and stuck in a moldy house. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. How did you test it? So we had, you know, we own the home. So we had an inspector come. They did some drywall samples, air samples, um, measurements. They're kind of like measurements for moisture, just inspection of structure of the home and like, you know, gutters that were, you know, leaking towards the foundation was one of our money problems. (laughs) So I think that's a good choice for people who do own a home, especially if it's older um, but there's other ways to test, like if you're in an apartment or, you know, there's, there's other ways to test depending on your situation. But I do think yeah. it's a good starting point for us. 
Yeah. I know you can go to like Home Depot and just get like a home testing thing. Even on Amazon, you can find some, but, but it's incredible how um, I have had this be an issue for so many patients. And it's like, once they address that, it was such a big game changer. So, uh, but we'll, we'll link the show in the show notes for the, the mold show that we did with Dr. Jess. And, um, but you know, we're talking about toxins that can affect your metabolism and actually get in the way of, of weight loss. So that's pretty wild. Um, how is that the case? Is it that the toxins are mainly stored in the fat? Uh, yeah, that's one mechanism, but there's, yeah, so that is one mechanism. If, you're, if yeah. your body has too many toxins to process, mm-hmm. and that can be very much the case with mold. A lot of people gain a lot of weight with mold. It's just, you know, it's yeah. too much. So the body like uses a fat as like a little storing ground, but there are other reasons too. Most chemical toxins are inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And so just the cellular communication is interrupted um, between hormones, which I'm sure you talk a lot about in the show, like hormonal communication and really everything. Your body needs to be clean for the signals to be right about how much estrogen to make and how much to store. And um, yeah. so if that communication isn't right, you can make more fat tissue. I was also just reading before we came on Obesity may often just be the byproduct of chronic low-grade inflammation, mm-hmm. and what contributes to that can be um, chemical toxins for sure. So they're inflammatory. You probably talked about on the show. You know, yeah. they're endocrine receptors. They they look like estrogen in the body. Um, some of them actually go in and interfere with different specific mechanisms or receptor sites, you know, block insulin reception into a cell. So that can mean this, you know, the energy isn't getting into the cell, the sugar's mm-hmm. kind of hanging around and you're going to store that and liver wow. fat or Which fat can increase cells. more diabetes risk, right? If you can't get the sugar into the cell because of toxins blocking it, you can be more susceptible to diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, we it's just wild. Got, yeah. I don't know if you see this in your clinic. I'd love to hear, but we just started to offer some blood blood panels you can do from home, and then we help you review them. And I'm really surprised how many of my ladies are eating really well, and they still have elevated hemoglobin A1C, so this like long term mm-hmm. marker of blood sugar. I'm like, you know, and it's not enough that it's diabetic, but it's it's a problem. And they usually have an extra 15 pounds they can't lose, and so I definitely see this phenomena of insulin resistance as kind of low-grade insulin resistance. Yeah. I think, yeah, looking at toxins and detox is one area for these ladies to, to focus on because they already know all the things, right, about like organic and paleo and all that. Yeah. Something still is not working. Exactly. Well, I mean, you can think of like, I think arsenic for an example, right? It's like arsenic is fed to the chickens, right? And makes them have insulin resistance, makes the chickens fatter, but you're getting that arsenic from the meat. So, and that can affect your own blood sugar balance. So it's like something as simple as like a heavy metal can affect your insulin balance in your body. And so, yeah, I, I do see this a lot, like with the hemoglobin A1C, if, if I have someone eating really well and it's like, why the heck do I still have high blood sugar? Well, we got to go on an inflammation hunt and see why do you have inflammation? That's if you have chronic great. inflammation, right? You're going to have that high cortisol all the time. And so um, the body doesn't like consistently high cortisol. So cortisol is really good for you. You need it. It's anti-inflammatory. But if you have too much inflammation after a while, you're going to have that elevated cortisol all the time. And, you know, sometimes it's even very low and you can't put out, you know, the fire. 
Mm. So, um, you know, and I, and I also try, I try to tell my ladies, think about how your body's being smart right now by protecting you by having more fat tissue. Like I know it's, it's frustrating and you're like, oh, my body's broken. This is so annoying. Like, why do I have all this, you know, I eat well, I exercise and I have too much body fat. It's like, well, perhaps your body is being super smart and it's storing the toxins in that so it doesn't affect your vital organs, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Like if you can take the emotions out of it, you yeah. know, what, what is your body, body logically trying to do or just unable to do because of some of these, like you mentioned the arsenic, it's a great example. Like you wouldn't exactly know you have too much arsenic without learning a bit about where arsenic comes from or doing some testing. Um, so your body just can't do the job that it's meant to do. So you're at the gym on the treadmill, whatever, stressing out about because you can't lose weight, making more stress. Right, exactly, but, making it worse. That's the yeah, thing. but you haven't gotten to the root of it. I love what you said to go for an inflammation hunt. Like, mm -hmm. where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? So, you know, you can have inflammation from, from lots of things. I mean, if you fall on, fall on your face and you, you know, get, get a big bruise on your head, you're going to have inflammation in that area. But it's a good thing because it's sending healing to that area. So inflammation is a good thing in some ways, but the chronic day-to-day -day stress can have higher levels. Um, and so, True. so, yeah. So over time, it's the chronic stuff we're talking about. How do you know if you have toxins? How do you know if you have toxins? Like in your body or in yeah. your home? Let's say someone listening is like, well, I'm having a hard time losing weight, so maybe toxins are an issue for me. For me. Like, how do I know? So some are testable. You know, we, we offer urine testing for mold toxins, which can be a weight disruptor, and chemical toxins like gasoline additives. And you wouldn't believe you know, how many people have a good amount of thyroid-disrupting chemicals and just crazy stuff. So yeah. even I've seen people who eat well, and it, we're just getting it from our environment. Mm -hmm. from literally I think from the air the outside like a lot of it is just coming from air because if people have filtered water you know they're eating clean you know even organic food can have amounts of you know trace pesticides and stuff in them yeah. even if they're not being sprayed um, but so yeah you can test and I you know I recommend testing yeah if there's kind of like a stubborn condition you can't lose the weight, you're chronically fatigued, you know, anything where kind of like I described earlier when you're like, gosh, I'm doing everything right. There isn't really a reason I can see that I'm not getting better. Yeah. So I think toxins are a good way to test. You can also test for heavy metals through hair, through blood, through different, you know, we don't right now offer heavy, heavy metals. Maybe you do. Yeah. There's, you know, that's an important, that's an area you can test because if you do have an issue there, your healing can be quite stuck. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think both of us, we work with people even far away too. So if you guys are listening, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't, I'm not close by. I mean, it's no big deal. You can still get some of these tests done. Um, some of them, you know, you have to be local, so it just depends, but just, you know, reach out if you're like wanting to get some labs done. But yeah, I think it's important to test and not assume because like you said, you can be like, oh, I eat really well. I take care of myself. I do all these things. You can't assume that you don't have toxins going on in your system. Um, and even if you feel good, that's the thing, because you can have levels stored. I, I kind of talk about this like toxic bucket, right? Do you, do you use this analogy? It's like you throw in different things in this bucket and you don't really get symptoms until it's overflowing. So maybe you have like the stress of a breakup in the bucket, or maybe you have like sleep deprivation in the bucket, or you have whatever, like too many donuts or whatever. And then finally you get to that top part and then maybe you got sick while traveling or something and it pushes over and you get all these symptoms. 
Um, so you can't always trust the symptoms that, that they're not always going to tell you. Symptoms can be very misleading. Um, but I think if you really want to have optimal health, getting some testing to see if you have toxin exposure is always good, especially if there's a, a, a history of something. You know, I think, um, you know, I, I ask everybody, and you probably do too, it's like, do you have any kind of environmental exposures that you know of throughout your life? And most people say, nope. Right. And it's like, okay, but you really ask, and most of us have. Yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just something you maybe don't think about. Or, or even within your house, we could talk about that a bit. I mean, even people who are trying to be conscious, we can make so many mistakes about what we bring in our house or you know, there's just, everybody has Talk like, that. what are common things that the common, you know, mistakes people make when it comes to having a healthy house? I would say anything synthetic pretty much. Anything you know? synthetic, yeah. Yeah. You bring a new carpet into your house that you get like at target at the little tar, you know, carpet section and you know, you're excited about it. It was only $80 and it's completely synthetic and it has all this glue on it, the back that holds it together. And you probably smell it when you unroll it, right? But then yeah. it goes away and you're like, oh, it's cool. It's, it's still off-gassing even when it stops having that acute smell. Um, curtains can be backed with like a vinyl or shower curtains and vinyl. Yeah, shower curtains awkward. are really... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you can just get like a polyester one, which is a, a, a good bit better because it's not off-gassing. Anytime you introduce toxins to... Uh, heat, <laughs> there's an element of trouble there. So when you're in a hot shower, it's an important time to watch out for toxins. If you don't have a shower head filter, that's a yeah. great investment. Some people are drinking filtered water, but they are showering in tap water. Mm -hmm. You know, they do not even test locally for chemicals. They do test like you can look up your local water report. And they will, they will test for certain things. And it's not like we have horrible water here in the U.S., but you won't see in that, in that test report, you know, does it have metabolites of antidepressants and mm -hmm. birth control pills and pesticides? No, that's like not required in the testing. So all the things that are leaching into our water, there isn't even a standard on, on whether or not that comes back through yeah our shower so a great okay. resource for you guys is the ewg tap water database okay. so you go to uh slash tap water you probably know this and you go in here and you enter your zip code and it tells you all the toxins in your area that are you know over the level of safety from the epa it's fascinating it's pretty wild you go in there and it's like oh i thought my water was so good nope or oh i thought my water was crap wow, it's not as bad as I thought. So it's very <laughs> eye-opening for that. And then they can give you tools on which type of filter is going to help really clean up your water based on where you live. Super helpful. Awesome. Yeah, yeah there's also a testing service called mytapscore.com. Let me double check mm. that. But that's a private company that you can use to, to actually test for chemicals in your water. So let's say you do get a filter. You know, you can see, did it work? Right. That's important. Did it actually work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of match before and after. So I finally bit the bullet and got a whole house water filter. I did it, did it on Black Friday a couple years ago and um, did it through Aquasana. So they have, it's a whole house filter. And then I get the individual shower heads also. Because um, I was pregnant. I was like, I have to have the house super clean. Um, yeah. I actually have the same system. Probably right. for about the same, maybe a year and a half I've had it. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's, 
it's a bit of a pain, kind of like with mold. Like, you know, I wouldn't make that investment unless you're sticking put because, yeah. you know, you still have to maintain it. Actually, I don't know if you found this, but like paying to have it installed costs more than the whole system we had to put. I got lucky with the pretty good guy, but I have heard that. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> you have to get the right person. Mm -hmm. But our water tastes great and I yeah. feel good about it. Yeah, same. Um, okay, cool. So definitely like the cleaning the water up and then making sure what you're buying isn't going to have all kinds of off-gassing and stuff like that. I know, I mean, with this Amazon crazy culture, we're getting all kinds of stuff from China. And I know a lot of times I'll get clothes on there that are super cheap, but then I get it. And it's like, it smells so bad. That is not a good thing. Those are, those are yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I've been so guilty of this too. You know, we get excited about decorating and remodeling but a lot of toxins can be stirred up or introduced in that time period so mm -hmm. just pause and say like what you know what is this made out of what is a different alternative uh, I'm a big fan of buying used things and vintage things because everything new is off-gassing more and you know most modern furniture is press wood and laminate it's rare to find hardwood for furniture but you know if you get older furniture it's it's easier and cheaper to find hardwood yeah. doing like a wool rug instead of or a cotton rug instead of a synthetic rug so yeah especially like you just had a baby like that you know everyone gets excited about the nursery and some people are thinking about a green nursery and some are not yeah. <laughs> so it's a you know when you're bringing a baby in don't just think about how it looks. Think about the materials that the baby's sleeping on. What's, what kind of mattress is the baby yeah. on? You know, it's a big deal. You can have still potentially flame retardants in those mattresses. And on the I'm baby. still planning on doing an episode on my green nursery. Like, oh, that would be great. And stuff, yeah. That. Awesome. Um, but I know that, was it Pottery Kids? They have a line of of uh, furniture that's really clean and then also bye bye baby I got some stuff there that is um, you know like green certified and stuff like that so oh, awesome. there are options yeah, you know, the only resources. ones that care about this um, right and yeah so that's that's helpful to know and then essential oils I'm a big fan of using the diffusers throughout the house they do clean the air and it's it's a great way to um, you know to, to reduce the exposures that you're having and a huge fan of, of the air filters too. Do you have a favorite air filter? I don't have a, like a standalone one right now. We're just going about changing our um, filters like in the air system. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Like yeah. Yeah. That reminds, thank you for reminding me. I need to do that. That's what my, my yeah. Is. I never used to think about that. But me too. I changed it once. I was like, oh gosh. Okay. So now I put it in my calendar. I change it like every three months. Because, yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. And then you can get your actual AC, like the whole system, like cleaned. I think every three years you should get that vacuumed out and cleaned mm -hmm. out because there's all sorts of mites and you know really toxins collect in dust. Yeah. So, your exactly. home dusted and like keeping all those systems up you know cleaning out major things uh, one of the things that's helped me the most is I have one of those little automatic vacuum cleaners and I've been every morning turning it on and so my house is getting vacuumed every day and oh. that has helped me so much and it's so gross how every single day there's like it's almost full yeah um, right <laughs> yeah and before I would just have my house clean like every couple weeks and my cleaning lady would come and so it's like I cringe thinking about how nasty those floors were um, so even something as simple as that, and even my house smells better. It's weird. It's like, that's so crazy to think that doing that actually makes my, makes my house smell better. But 
Yeah. And talking mm-hmm. about spelling, you talked about using uh, essential oils. Your listeners probably know this, but like anything with artificial fragrance contains phthalates that are an obesogen. So what we talked about earlier is class of chemicals that can alter the way we gain weight or, you know, weight loss resistance can alter our appetite. So scented, you know, air sprays, candles, dryer sheets, shampoos, um, you know, often our kids, like our teenage kids are using a lot of this stuff. You know, they're more interested in trying product and it's kind of cheap and full fragrance. So, Mm -hmm. uh, fragrance is a really kind of easy and key area to focus on because if a product is conscious about fragrance and having it fragrance free or with essential oils they're usually more conscious about other ingredients as well um so yeah essential oils are a great option just and yeah again just be careful when you pick up a product look for the word fragrance or parfum and if it has one of those words yeah just put it back it's usually a green alternative on you know in, on most shelves nowadays which is great yeah and then bpa too right that's another one that can be an obesogen yeah so phthalates and phthalates in fragrance also can be a, a plasticizer it keeps plastic mm-hmm. soft and then bpa tends to make plastic hard so people know about bpa but usually that's sort of where the story ends I don't think there's any plastic that's really safe. So no. you always want to like avoid contact with plastic in all the stages of your life, right? So like eating out, eating in, <laughs> shopping, cooking, um, it's all, it all impacts you. Again, we, we talked about heat. So often when we're cooking and eating, there's heat affecting plastic. So if it's like a takeout you know, a takeout food that's lined with plastic, Starbucks cup and lid plastic. Yeah, I know. Uh, in the home, you know, even when we're trying to have a, a, a green kitchen, you know, our blender is often plastic or we buy things in plastic bags and they sit in the pantry for months. So just trying to, trying to have glass, trying to have steel, at, just at every touch point. Um, yeah. Think about taking out the plastic and doing bamboo, you know, stirring things. So you can do a quick survey of your of your kitchen and there, there may be some plastic items you haven't replaced yet. Mm-hmm. So something to think about there. So heat can make it transfer, oil can make it transfer too. So if you think about putting like, you know, some sauce in a container, it's gonna, you know, how it gets stained sometimes. Yeah. Or that's, that's the... That's the food interacting with the plastic. And, and even like, doesn't the acidity maybe do it too? Like tomato yeah. sauces or like something has like exactly. content. Wow. Yeah. Maybe like even orange juices. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And abrasion, like when your plastic's getting kind of scratched up, then yeah. there's more of a transfer as well. So, I mean, it's kind yeah. of common sense. It's like, we're, we're not really designed or you know, orange juice isn't really designed to be sitting in plastic for weeks or months on end when we get it. I mean, ideally, we're going to be squeezing it fresh. Is that going to be the case for everybody? Probably not. But it's just when you kind of take a step back and look at it, it's like, yeah, it's really not naturally in that form anyway. So, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it can be overwhelming, but it's not like you have it to totally do everything can. at once. 
Yeah. Yeah. One of my least favorite, I think almost everyone's least favorite class in naturopathic school was the environmental medicine because seriously, we would leave there all feeling like we needed Xanax because it was so overwhelming, <laughs> which is all the things. Because a lot of us were there to be healthier for ourselves. I mean, a lot of us were there like trying to figure out our own stuff. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, you're learning to be a doctor, but as you're going along, you're also diagnosing yourself with everything. So we're all just like, holy crap, we can't be in this class because it's very overwhelming. So the, what I would recommend is just pick one thing, just start with one thing and little by little clean it up. But it is a process. I mean, it can take months or years to get all of it really cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah. There's still mistakes I make and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't think about that. Right. I know. Common <laughs> sense things. Yeah. But it's okay. Like I never like, yeah, I don't get caught on beating myself up. No. Um, and it's just, it's often too when you're about to make a purchase, right? Like if you are out of X, then when you go to buy it, you know, now you have a little more knowledge and you can make a different choice. Mm -hmm. That goes, can go from makeup to something that people can get really attached to and don't look to check the toxins. Um, you know, your favorite perfume, your favorite blush, you know, this is can, you know, makeup can have heavy metal. Like Kylie's lip kit. I mean, I know it's cute, but <laughs> it's not the cleanest ingredients. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just as you go to like, oh, I'm out of lipstick you know, look into companies that have testing, you know, have, have some consciousness about it. Cause if they don't say they do, I can promise you they do not because that right. costs more for them. That's true. They would put that on the label. And if it's on the label, it doesn't always mean it's legit, but if it's not on the label. It's probably not too clean. So yeah. And EWG, same website, you guys, it's a great database on there too, for checking your skincare and your um, makeup. I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but you can go on there and actually have all of your different products rated from zero to 10 and try to keep it like a three or below. It's over that. I'm sure you could get something. a little. Yeah. Better. That's called the skin deep database. Skin deep. Yeah. Wow. And they, they started certifying products now too, oh, which cool. I think is cool. So yeah, it's not super widespread, but, um, we may start seeing more of that on labels. Yeah. Any suggestions for someone listening going, yes, I know this. I know I have toxins. I'm sure this is what's getting in the way of me losing weight. What do I do now? I mean, I'll clean it up, but what about for the toxins I have? Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the good news and, and, and exciting. There is a ton you can do. I'm a big advocate of sauna mm -hmm. and I, I don't think you need to be super uptight about having your own sauna. You can just go to 24 hour fitness and use that sauna, you know, just kind of get started. So you not only lose toxins through your sweat, but as you warm up the body like that, you'll also be releasing toxins through your urine, through your stool. So that's a great way. Uh, I'm into dry brushing. You know, I had already been familiar with that when I got really sick and I, you know, when you're really sick, you can feel things more. So I could really feel the lymph movement and the energizing of I'm dry brushing the skin and I've got a video on that or you can go on YouTube Great. how to do Is that. It's on your website, Bridget Danner? It's on okay. my YouTube. It's probably okay. on my website too if you search dry brush. Um, let's see some other things I like. You know, movement is good for toxins. Uh, so you can do a little trampoline. It's actually a great way to move lymph. But just getting any exercise and getting it regularly is good. Um, without overdoing it, because that can make more oxidation in the body when you're over-exercising. Mm -hmm. um, lots of foods support detox, and besides eating clean and avoiding, you know, the plastics and pesticides in food, some foods that support the liver, 
greens and eggs if you tolerate those, onions, garlic, Brussels sprouts. So there's there's a lot of good foods you can think about. Um, I, I make this little like detox drink that's just lemon and cilantro and broccoli sprouts and a little honey. So I, I just I do that at one a lot in the morning just as kind of a little little alkalizing support uh, in the morning. I do do coffee enemas. I started when I was really sick and I still sometimes do them twice a week. Um, wow. You know, yeah, that's, that's, you know what? I still have never done one it's crazy, but everyone swears by them and a lot of my patients love them and I believe in them. I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I know like the how to, and just, it's like, it feels like it'd be too much to figure out. <laughs> yeah. I do have a video on that. It's my most popular video. Okay. <laughs> I don't show it. Are you demonstrating? I, I know. <laughs> I think that's half the reason people watch it. Like, is right. she going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> I just show like how to set up, how to make the coffee. I think it's honestly like a lot of it's just, well, two things. One is like, yeah, you don't know how to do it. And two is just our cultural, like, fear of putting things in your butt. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> that's not normal. We don't do that. But actually, historically, it's been done quite a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't have tried it if I weren't super sick. But it's, um, they, some people say, oh, it's, you're just doing it for the caffeine. No, you could no. just drink, <laughs> drink coffee. You <laughs> I don't need caffeine in my butt. I can just drink it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier. Um, it really increases <laughs> glutathione production in your liver, like, tremendously. So mm -hmm. if Amazing. you are really sick, yeah, and you do, like, say you're listening and you know you have heavy metals, you know you have mold, I would say look it up and, and give it a try. Because after mm -hmm. a few times, you'll get it. Um, it's not that hard and you'll feel better quickly from it. So, yeah. you know, you feel good that day. You're really energized. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I like it a lot. Um, as far as other supplements, I mean, some of them are, are just basic taking your good multivitamin, taking, um, taking fish oil, um, taking magnesium. Those are just some like nice basic things. Uh, and you can do additional glutathione or, yeah. High dose vitamin C. Yeah. A lot of the antioxidants are important for detox. You mentioned essential oils. Essential oils are, have a lot of antioxidants. And so those can be good. Things like lemon and rosemary and juniper are a few that are good yeah. for detox. Castor oil packs. You probably learned about those in your schooling. Mm -hmm. um, not a lot of people have done those. Those are a little messy, but maybe less intimidating than a coffee enema. And they're great for moving lymph and um, circulating toxins. So they can be great for weight loss too, which we've yeah. talked a bit about. So um, yeah, there's there's a ton of ideas. I ran a, a summit last summer called DIY Detox. And we talked yeah. about, yeah, just different ways like to detox at home. Um, you know, we had a lady on talking about kombucha, you know, doing fermented foods and kind of superfoods uh, is another way. So See, people listening, you know, you're probably already doing some things to detox. You're, yeah. you're probably already doing some good things. but like, And our what, bodies do yeah. it all the time. So, you know, give, your, give yourself some credit. Like, you're, you're already detoxing, but it's like, how can we give some extra support? Because sometimes these detox pathways get kind of mucked up and inundated with too much. So you can just give it some extra, some extra love. And I, and I love that exactly. you're mentioning the antioxidants because when you have a lot of these free radicals that are constantly circulating from these, these toxin exposures – 
that's what the antioxidants help to combat those free radicals. You know, free radicals, yeah. is it ages you, it makes you feel like crap. So True. it helps to kind of slow down the clock, but also, you know, preventing things like cancer and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I would say detox is very anti-aging. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to get real. When you do like... it right. When you do it right though, because you can get worse if you don't detox right. So, True. Yeah. yeah. Trying to be too radical. And that's not really what we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, even some of these seemingly more radical things like coffee enema, if you do it right and carefully, it's, it's really not, you know, risky. Um, you know, with everything I went through with my health and like now having so many detox habits, I still do. I really feel like I'm aging so well, which is like the opposite of, you know, how I felt when I was really, really sick. So I, I do honestly feel like if I keep up, you know, the path I'm on, it's very anti-inflammatory diet and have a lot of great habits. I think I'm going to just age really well. And that's exciting when you're 45 years old to yeah. feel like, you know, so yeah, it's a, it's a really a good point is like detox is also just preventing that oxidative damage that just makes you look old, you know, and then your skin is kind of puffy because your lymph isn't moving. So. Um, yeah, I think it's very exciting. I, I think, I hope that, you know, we've been talking a lot about paleo for the past several years. And I hope we really start to talk more about detox as a key element of modern health. As we for sure. Forward. Yep. hundred yeah. percent. Such a good topic. I love it. Well, I feel like we can talk about this all day, but I know it's like drinking from a fire hose. It's a lot of information. I don't want to overwhelm people. So I think just like keeping it simple and um, reducing exposures, you know, getting some filters. And uh, what, what would you say, like, if people had, like, maybe three takeaways, just, like, start with this, what would it be? Mm. Well, I would say in the home, plastic and fragrance uh, is, is great to think about. Um, in the body, oh, gosh, this is hard. I would say if you don't do any detox techniques, start start looking into it. If you're like, Oh, I don't even really kind of know what that is. I don't know. You know, start looking into it. We have a ton of blogs about it. Like we have instructions on how to do a castor oil pack, how to take an Epsom salt bath. That's super easy one. Um, so think about like adding some detox techniques. Um, what would be a good third one? <laughs> um, yeah, I would say think about your morning and how you can start your day with a little detox. So maybe I can give to you, if we didn't already, we have this five-day detox guide. It teach you how, teaches you how to make that little detox drink, how to do dry brushing, and how to just like do some squats to just get everything circulating in the morning. And kind of, like you said, our body's already detoxing, but rather than you know starting with like coffee and just getting in your car, like do a little bit in the morning to just get your body like activating and detoxing instead of just like retoxing. <laughs> I like that. That's great. How do people get your detox guide? Um, so let me see or we can put here. the link in the show notes. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, let me see if it's on. We have a page, a whole page of freebies at BridgetDanner.com, which is called freebies. Okay. Yeah. So it's there, but I'll also give it to your team as well. Awesome. Well, I love it. I hope you guys got some value. I know there's so many helpful takeaways in this show. So don't get overwhelmed. Start with your little three takeaways and then you can, you know, kind of expand it from there and definitely share this show with your friends because I know it's something that um, we all need to hear. 
thanks for joining us, Bridget. I feel like we flew through it. Um, we're just two chicks having a convo, having some fun. So <laughs> just talking a little about toxins. I know. I feel like it was a bit over, over all over the place, but like, I would also just say, like, just, just start where you're at. And if you're like, Oh man, I still don't have a water filter or, Oh, I've really been wondering if I have more, like just pursue like what you're curious about right now. Cause following a curiosity is always kind of fun and fulfilling. So yeah, just, just start where you're at and just be, keep open to learning your whole life. Exactly. <laughs> and enjoy the day and don't, don't think about it too much too. <laughs> right. Forget Learn everything about I said. It, yeah. I really am not that paranoid. Like I'm, you know, I've been through all of it and I'm just not that paranoid. Like there's being paranoid or blaming is just, is a choice. Like you don't I feel like that happens that. to all of us. We, we learn so much and then we become super paranoid and then we kind of just get over it and do it. Like, uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I feel like it happens with paleo too. People get super into paleo. I know paleo was like, really a big thing for a while and then everyone's kind of like okay then I added a little bit of greens you know it's like we all just kind of get a little over it yeah um, we have to be kind of reasonable if you see me yeah. out and about I'm not like always perfect it's yeah like, <laughs> don't hold me to it yeah but like just but having the education is, is important exactly 100% yeah arm yourself so you're not just walking around this world like everything's peaches and rainbows it's like you want to be able to protect yourself but also um you know, not be a victim and feel like everything's going to kill you. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks again for being our guest and um, thanks, check out Bridget's website, BridgetDanner.com. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye everybody. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon.